G'day guys and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair dinkum Aussie or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa and enjoy Aussie English. One little anecdote that I wanted to tell you that was kind of creepy that I remember hearing about when I lived in uh, Queensland over summers. So I would go to Queensland and I was doing um, turtle research up in Bundaberg as well as on some islands. And a friend of mine up there was telling me, I think he went to a place called Crab Island. It could have been a different one, but it was very far north in Queensland where a lot of turtles congregate during summer in order to lay eggs. And wherever there's turtles in northern Queensland, there's dead turtles. And wherever there's dead turtles, there's obviously food for crocodiles and sharks. Anyway, they had rangers that would go around um, the beach at night while these guys were surveying the turtles and doing all of the studies and stuff. And these rangers had guns. I think everyone was armed with a rifle because crocodiles were all around this little island in the water. They'd come up on the beach and... Unfortunately, if you're doing turtle work, the turtles only come out of the water at night time. So they only actually come up onto land in order to lay eggs once the sun has gone down. And it's obviously a dangerous time to do that if um, crocodiles are also around in the water. And I remember him telling me that for a few nights in a row, as they were walking around the beach of this small island, they would constantly see the eye shine every time they turn their torches onto the ocean of a crocodile following them along the beach. And so after a few days, they had to actually change their schedule, change the time that they were doing specific things because this crocodile was learning the pattern and was stalking them in the hopes that one of them would walk too close to the water and it could grab them. So they're very clever, very, very, very clever. So a good example of what can happen with crocodiles when they attack humans was this story I read today about three guys that were riding their four-wheel ATVs, so their four-wheel motorbikes around the flooded tropical wilderness in um, the Northern Territory, 70 kilometers southwest of Darwin. And so these guys had ridden their bikes around and were covered in mud and they went to the edge of the fast-moving Finnish River in, in order to wash off and it was in the afternoon at about... 4.30 and one of the guys was washing his clothes and walked out a bit too far and he actually got washed away into the river and was yelling out for help and so the other two guys actually jumped into the river and swam after him in order to try and help him get out of the uh, water except within about you know five or so minutes of having been in the water they traveled a kilometer or so down the river in the current and one of them had noticed that a crocodile was actually there following them. So two of the boys managed to climb into a tree and then they couldn't actually see the other mate of theirs. And then a few minutes after they'd both gotten themselves into the tree and were looking around, they saw that a croc had come up out of the bottom of the water and was actually holding their dead mate by the shoulder face down in the water. The croc disappeared then, swam underwater and these guys didn't see their mate again. Um, after that 
And within about 10 minutes or so, the croc was back and just waiting at the base of the tree. So these guys were sitting in this tree apparently for 22 hours while the croc was there below them. So they had to wait the entire night and the next day until about 2.30 in the afternoon before um, the police found them and sent a helicopter to pull them out of the tree. And despite extensive searching after the event, no one was able to find the guy who'd been um, captured and eaten by the, the crocodile, and nor the crocodile. So, yeah, it is pretty crazy how quickly things can go bad in northern Australia with regards to crocodiles, so you just have to be careful. So this is a little section that I'm going to call, How Will It Kill You? So the strategy of crocodiles is obviously to learn your pattern and stalk you and then wait for the right moment to attack, or it's going to be opportunistic. You go swimming, you go canoeing, you go boating. In other words, you get into the water and you get too close to the crocodile or you allow the crocodile to get too close to you, in which case it lashes out and grabs a hold of you and you'll either be torn apart and bleed to death or you're most likely to be grabbed and pulled underwater and then drowned by the animal. So what can you do in order to avoid this happening? Most people are pretty careless and get in or too close to the water, often swimming or fishing when these sorts of incidents happen. First of all, make sure that you observe all crocodile warning signs up in the north there. If it were me personally, I would never assume that it's safe to swim in any water up there unless specifically told so, especially deep water, especially muddy water, especially the ocean. So small creeks and waterfalls and rock pools, especially if you can see the bottom and you can see that it's a small closed off um, area where no animal is going to be able to creep up on you out of nowhere. They tend to be fine, but still it's better to ask first. Ask locals, ask at the tourist information centers if you guys are traveling up there. Stay away from the water's edge. So if you go to large rivers, if you go to billabongs and, and the ocean, anywhere that, you know, you don't know the area and there is a lot of water and you can't see the bottom, stay away from the edge unless you are explicitly told that it is incredibly safe. And even then, I would assume that it's not. So just don't turn your back on the water. Always face the water and keep 15 plus feet away from the edge. Also, don't return to the exact same place on a regular basis. So don't produce a pattern. If you're camping, don't get up at, say, 7 o'clock every morning and go down and wash your clothes in the river every single day. Because even if you can't see the crocodile, it could be watching you and it could learn your pattern and then, bam, all of a sudden, your dinner. Um... If you're a fisherman, don't clean fish near the water's edge. Don't discard fish scraps near the water. Don't leave um, any of these fish scraps out and about near your camping, uh, near your tent or anything anywhere near the water. Don't feed crocodiles. So avoid, avoid at all costs, even though you will see people doing that from time to time at some of these theme parks. Do not try and feed crocodiles in the wild. I'm sure a lot of these things are obvious, but it's worth noting. Also, don't leave food scraps at your campsite. Um, if you see a crocodile slide marking, so a slide marking is where the belly of the crocodile has slid down a bank and leaves a slide, a characteristic slide on a riverbank leading to the water. Again, stay away from there. 
Avoid places where native animals or cattle drink because obviously they've built up a pattern and if there are any crocodiles nearby then they're going to know or expect that these animals are going to use that, that place to drink water. So whether or not they are expecting you to show up, if you show up in that spot they may grab you. Um, and Australian crocodiles are most aggressive during the breeding season, so the wet season from September to May. The warmer weather also makes the cold-blooded animals a lot faster. So if you're going to go to the north, best to go in the dry season during winter. So how to survive? One or two of the stories that I read about surviving a crocodile attack included um, attacking the eyes and the nostrils of the animal, but in particular ramming your arm or leg down the throat of the animal. So again, as I spoke about at the start of this podcast, the flap of tissue that these guys have in their throat is used to prevent water going down into their stomach or lungs. And if you thrust your arm or leg into that part of the crocodile, especially if they're in the water, then water's going to go down and they're most likely going to let you go. However, aside from that, if you get caught, you can't reach the nostrils, the throat or the eyes, then it's probably time to give up, tuck your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye because it's all over, mate. And if you decide that you really, really do want to swim with crocs, then I would suggest finding somewhere well inland that is only freshwater crocodiles. As far as I know, these guys have no reported deaths, so they haven't killed anyone. And although you may get injured, you may, you may get bitten, at least you'll have a wicked story and some epic scars to show people that you were attacked by an Aussie croc. Uh, caveat there, I was kidding, don't go swimming with crocs. Anyway, that's long enough for today, guys. I hope you liked this episode of Shit That Will Kill You Down Under. Um, if you like it, let me know what you think. I know it was really long, um, but I would love to get some feedback. Was it interesting, easy to listen to? Uh, make sure you check out the Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash the Aussie English podcast. And also feel free to give me a review on iTunes if you like the um, podcast, guys. That'll definitely help. Until next time, guys, have a good one. Thank <laughs> you.